I want to use for our lesson tonight. Um, you cannot do both at the same time. <laughs> you cannot do both at the same time. Amen. And I know some of y'all, um, can, I remember I was talking to, uh, a gentleman long time ago, long time ago when I was younger, uh, and, and, and we were just talking, uh, about relationships and, um, he was telling me that, um, he was in love with two women. Amen. And, uh, I mean, and so I asked him, I was like, well, how is that possible? Because, um, you're living with one of them, <laughs> but you're going to see the other one. And so I asked him a question. I said, so the, the one that you go and see, um, does she ever get upset that you're not always there? And he, he explained to me, he said, no, no. Every now and then, she, she would get upset because I, I can't come over when she need me to because I'm the, y'all ain't saying nothing back to me, because I'm spending so much time <laughs> with, with the other one. And so I asked him, I said, well, then if that be the case, how is it that you're in love with both of them at the same time when you don't give them the same amount of time, the same amount of quality time, the same amount of quantity time, the same intimacy, the same communication? How is it? How can you actually be in love with two people when one get all of you and, and the other? One, I say, I mean, let me take that back. When one get 85% of you and the other one only get 15. So I said, how is that possible? And so not before long, uh, uh, he wind up losing the one <laughs> that was giving him, that he was giving the 15% of time to. Amen. And so I, I said that story to, to go back to the title of what we're talking about, what we're focusing on, is that you cannot do both at the same time. You cannot love God and money at the same time. Just like in the story with the young man, uh, and just like what the scripture said, but not before long, uh, somebody is going to lose out. And the person that loses out is the one who's also going to lose out on benefits. See, what was going on with the young man that uh, the one he was seeing the 15% of the time, um, only time he was able to see her uh, was really just, you know, one day out of a week or uh, two days out of a month or or however, but the only time they ever got to go something, they, they could never go nowhere uh, really far. They could never spend a whole lot of time together. Uh, they can go have lunch and, and or dinner and that was it. And whatever else they did for a few moments, but he had to go right back. So he could not maintain, listen to me, he could not maintain both relationships 
at the same time. It was impossible because one wasn't getting all the benefits while the other one was. And so what happened, watch this. And so what happened, uh, uh, I remember him telling me that the one that he couldn't spend a lot of time with, bitterness began to set in. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Anger began to set in. Now, instead of them coming together talking, every time they got together, they were arguing. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying nothing to your boy tonight. And so what I'm saying to you is that you cannot do both at the same time. You cannot be in love with God and in love with money at the same time. Somewhere down the line, there's going to be a clash. What somebody's gonna lose out. And whoever loses out is gonna lose out not only on the relationship, but what came along with the relationship. See, the, the young lady that lost out on the relationship, uh Bishop Dwayne Francis, man, I love you so much. Thank you, sir. Amen. Man, I feel like somebody. <laughs> and so what happened? The one that was getting a spare amount of time was losing out on all of the benefits in the relationship because the one who was getting 85%, she was getting dinners. She was getting breakfast. Come on, talk back to me. She was getting gifts. Come on, Mother's Day gifts, Valentine's Day gifts. Come on, Christmas gifts, having uh, anniversary, the day they met, having an anniversary every year, the day they met. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. She was getting all of the benefits, bills getting paid. Come on, talk back to me. She was getting all of the benefits from the relationship. Why? Because he was spending more time in that relationship. And because he spent so much time in that relationship, the one that he tried to hold on to had to go. And so tonight, tonight, I, I want somebody to hear me that you cannot do both at the same time. Because if you're chasing the money, you're going to lose the relationship you have with the father. But watch this. But if you chase the father, Jesus told us in this same in this same book. Jesus said, "Now if you chase after me, in other words, if you chase after the kingdom and God's righteousness, all the stuff you're trying to get with money, he said the Father will add it to you." So we have to make a choice. We we either gonna go after money. <laughs> Or we're going to go after the master. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. We're going to either chase coins or we're going to chase Christ. That's why I like that song. My daughters used to sing this song. Um, I forgot the guy who sung the song, but it is go, I'm chasing after you. No matter what I got to do. Hear what it's saying. So I need you to hear this. I'm going to say it again because I got my I got one point for you real quick. Said the song says I'm chasing after you. Watch this. No matter what I have to do. I need you more and more. <laughs> so can I say this to you? When you're trying to make a choice, 
you have to know that this choice is personal. Whichever way you go, if you if you go money, then that's a personal choice. If you go God, that's a personal choice. Whatever your choice is, you better know that it's personal. But also, whatever your choice is, it can cause a problem. <laughs> if you chose money, watch this. If you choose money, it's going to cause a problem. What? But watch this. When you choose God, it's going to cause a problem. <laughs> oh, somebody said, well, Reverend, how can choosing God be a problem? Can I say it to you like this? Y'all remember that song that says, um, uh, friends don't treat me like they used to <laughs> since I laid my burdens down. Y'all ain't saying them back to your boy. So sometimes when you have, have made up your mind uh, to not to be uh, the one who's paying for everybody's meals. Y'all know sometimes people used to hang around you because you chose money and because you chose to buy everybody's meal, you chose to take everybody out every time you went. So y'all remember that song Eric Badu said, said, every time we go somewhere, I got to reach down. Y'all better talk back to me. I got to reach down in my purse to pay your way, your homeboy's way, even your cousin's way. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying no that to me. Why? Because they were only following you, not because how intelligent you were, not because how awesome you were, not because of love, not because of harmony, not because of friendship. They were only following you because you had what they wanted. And the time you start choosing to be the cash cow, and, uh, and you begin to chase after Christ. <laughs> Can I say it again? Ever since you laid your burdens down, your friends don't treat you like they used to. Because now you stop drinking, you stop chasing after this, you stop going after that. You stop living for the world. Now you're living for the Messiah. You can't have it. Both ways, it's not possible. See, a lot of people, watch this. You got some real good Christians in real good ministries. And, and they're in these ministries, amen, because of the reputation that comes along with it. You ain't saying nothing back to me. You, you, you got real good folks in the world that go out the job positions, not just because it, it can help somebody, but because of how much money they can make. Why? Because they got bills. Let's be real. We got light bills. We got gas bills. We got car notes. Come on, talk about it. Some people got two or three cars. Somebody, some people got two or three houses. Come on. You got mortgages. Uh, folks in college, you ain't saying nothing back to me. You got to buy food, clothing. <laughs> Come on, put gas in your car. Come on, talk back to me. It really all takes money. But here's the thing. The money cannot be the ultimate thing. Come on. The money cannot be... 
the money, I'm sorry guys, the money cannot be the ultimate thing. It has to be God. Man. When I first started preaching, when I first started preaching, they first gave me my first, when I first, that first offering, man, I was so excited. It was about four, $500, I think it was, four, $500, I think it was, and that was good. I mean, you know, I made that in, and within, what, 30 minutes, $400, 30 minutes. So I thought that's what it was all about. I thought that was it. And, and so I believe, you know, wherever I go, because I'm who I am and, and I'm preaching and I'm about 20 something years old and I'm young, I'm going to get this every time I go. There were places I went and preached and didn't get nothing. And I felt some type of way. <laughs> Come on. But then I found out that I cannot want to preach the word and expect money because of preaching the word. Now, I know somebody said, Reverend, but that's how it's supposed to go. And I do understand that. But if I'm going to preach God's word, then I have to rely on God to take care of me. Come on, talk back to me. Wherever I go, it's not because I can get a few dollars. It's because I have another opportunity to deliver the word of God to somebody that's going to catch the seed and allow it to grow. So I can't do both at the same time. Because if I go with God, watch this. If I go with God, there's a, a limitless resource. But if I choose money, then I have to figure out how can I keep making it? So I don't run. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. How can I keep making it so I don't run out? But if I trust in God, if I continue to have faith, if I continue to believe, if I continue to walk by faith and not by sight, then God will take care of me. See, he, he will know who to put me in contact with. He will know how to put me in certain places. You ain't saying nothing about it. He know how to make money wind up in your bank account without you even going out for it. He know where the money, he knows where everything is. He know where the wicked got the money at. Come on, talk back to me. He know how to make people give unto you. Told you a story a long time ago when I used to take the kids to church on the bus. I was at Greater St. John, take the kids to church on the bus. I wouldn't bother nobody. I just had five kids on the bus. We was going to church. And this lady was sitting on the bus. She said, young man, are those your children? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, where you going? I said, we're going to church. She said, where you getting off at? I said, we getting off uh, on uh, uh, Division and, and, and Halstead. I was outside way before I met my wife now. I used to stay outside. So I, we went all the way to Division. And, but she was getting up on Hostel to Madison. So when she got off on Hostel to Madison, she said, young man, um, God bless you. She shook my hand, right? She shook my hand and, and, and passed something to me. <laughs> Y'all, they said that back to me. 
She said, God bless you, young man. You're doing a great job with your children. And so we rolled on. I told the story before. We rolled on. We got uh, to the vision. We got the bus. We got down there. We got to the church. And when I looked in, in my hand, as I put it in my pocket, we got to the church. And we got off the bus. I looked at it. The lady gave me $100. $100. And at the same day, I got on the bus and all I had was bus fare. Didn't know how we were going to get something to eat after church. I, didn't even, I wasn't even tripping. I was know I had to get us to church. And so what happened? God already knew how he was going to bless me. So after church, we went to Pizza Hut. We had pizza. We got full and I had money left over for the rest of the week. And so here's what I'm saying. The reason why you can't do both, because if you choose money, then you're going to miss out on everything God already got for you. You can't do both at the same time. Because if you choose money, can I tell you what you're doing? You're making money a God. In other words, you're making the money an idol. You ain't saying them back to me. And so when we make things idols, in other words, when we put things in front of God, God already said, I won't have nothing, nothing, no other God before me. See? And if he's not going to have no other God before him, so then what do you think going to happen? The relationship that you had with God is going to slowly but surely deteriorate. And everything that came with God, you're not going to have it. Now, there is grace and mercy that's unlimited. But all the other stuff, mm-mm, see, you, you cannot honor money and then after the money, you want to honor God. That's not how I go. Can I say this? Watch this. Jesus says we can have only one master. We live in a, a society where materialistic things is proof of you doing well. Come on. That's why all these stars, they go out and they get these big old mansions. 17 million, 25 million dollars, 15 bedrooms, 10 bathrooms. They get all these mansions and then don't even live in them. But the reason why they do them because the lifestyle calls for them to look like that. See, they have to uphold a certain look. And see, God is not into upholding an external look <laughs> because the way God looks, he looks on the inside. And I am convinced that whatever you need, God got it. So Jesus says you can't have it both ways. You got to choose one. So we live in a materialistic society where many people serve money. 
They spend their lives. Watch this. Many people spend their lives collecting money, putting it up, putting it in the CDs, putting it here, putting it there. Uh, they venture out on businesses. They they start up businesses and they keep going, they keep going, they keep going. Why? Because it, it's the money they're after. The status they're after. Come on, talk back to me. You know certain people can't be around certain people if they don't have a certain amount of money. You ain't saying nothing back to me. If you don't drive a certain vehicle, if you don't have a certain amount of business, if you don't have your own home, you ain't saying nothing back to me. There are people right now in this world, even in your own family, won't hang out with you because they don't think they arrived. You ain't saying nothing back to me. <laughs> won't even call you because they think if, you, if they talk to you, you're going to ask them for something. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with God. If you are that afraid to lose the money, then you are not as tight as you think you are with God. If you're so concerned about it, if you're getting all this money just to put it away. Now the thing about money is that we shouldn't serve money. Money should serve us. If we just want to get this business, that business, that business, just so we can have a certain status, and we're not blessing nobody, that we got our we got our purposes mixed up. Yeah, I, I listen. You you can't just have billions and billions of dollars. And not help out somebody somewhere. That, 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 it don't make no sense for you. To get all of this money. And then say you know what. If you can get that. Then I give you this. Well what if they can't get it. And I know you're saying Reverend. You know sometimes you just can't give people handouts. Well why not. If you trust and believe and you know that these people will do right by what you do, you give it to them. Watch this though. Even if they don't do right, what can you do about that? You just have to do what God is asking you to do. But if you're having a problem with parting with money, then your, your relationship with the Lord may not be as tight as it should be. One cannot be a slave to both God and money. But it does not mean, watch this, that one cannot be both a slave to God and also pursue a reasonable interest in money. So in other words, it's all right to have money. But if you're going to have it, have it and use it for kingdom building. Come on, talk back to me. Because y'all do know everywhere Jesus went, he didn't use, he didn't use money to feed those 5,000 people. <laughs> Come on. He 
He didn't use money to feed the 4,000. He didn't need money to go back in the boat and tell Peter to toss the net on the other side. He didn't need money for that. It didn't cost him nothing to walk on water. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. Money is not a big issue to God. It's an issue to us. That's why Jesus said, if you seek the kingdom, whatever you need, God will add it to you. But you got to go after him. Because all the money in the world still cannot do what God can do. You can have trillions and trillions of dollars. You still cannot do what God can do. The woman spent all her money trying to get well. She was not able to do what God was able to do. <laughs> Come on. She spent it all. And still couldn't get. Matter of fact, got worse. But here comes Jesus. She heard. Here comes Jesus. She heard. Here comes Jesus. She heard. Touched. Made whole. You cannot have it both ways. You're either going to trust God or not trust God. So this verse is not a call for us. Watch this now. To say, I don't want to be wealthy. I, I want to be wealthy. Listen, it, it would be a great thing. Because you know what? Can I be honest with you? I'm tired of my little account talking about some insufficient funds. <laughs> y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. I want to be real with y'all tonight. I'm tired of, when it get close to the day of one, one little person's insufficient fund. Come on, are you serious? And so now I can't use my debit card because I got to keep, I got to wait. Come on. I, I want to get to the point where I don't have to wait. I, I could be able to do what I need to do. And that day is coming. I'm not going to lose heart. But I'm not also going to chase out the money. Because when it's my time, God is going to make it happen. I'm not going to read insufficient fund no more. And see, that's what happens when you chase out the money and you leave God. Your spiritual man reads insufficient funds. Now you cannot generate and manifest healing in your body. Why? Because it's insufficient funds. You ain't said nothing back to me. You can't lay hands on nobody because there's insufficient funds. You can't pray stuff out because it's insufficient funds. When the spiritual bank is in the negative, <laughs> you can't operate. And whenever my little account say insufficient funds, I can't operate. I can only do what I'm able to do. I can't do no more, no less. So, so this ain't speaking against wealth. But it is telling us to be careful about wealth so that wealth won't become the main thing and that we keep God number one at all times. Can I say this? Don't allow the money. Sometimes people want to mask it 
as and I said this before, you know, who God has been blessing us. Well, say I, I don't know your heart, but sometimes you can really tell <laughs> when somebody is about the money, but but they're doing their best to keep God in it. And how you can tell when somebody is really about money, but then they try to mask it like, oh, this you know God is doing this with us and all oh, the money. Listen to the listen to the conversation. You can tell. Because if it's more money and less God, then you already know. Can I say this? And I'm out of here. What we want to do is put God first. When we put God first, then we worship him. We praise him. We thank him. We trust him. And we rely on him rather than ourselves or anyone else. We seek God first when we go to him for comfort, for strength and reassurance, acknowledging he is and what he can do. God is good and he has the best plan for us. And I know we got a lot of saving plans going on. Put Keep 20, keep 20, spend 80. Spend 80, keep 10, put 30. All these kind of saving plans. But the Bible told us where to put our treasure. He said, don't be storing up nothing down here. Because it's temporal. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Folks rob banks. Now don't get me wrong. You know, it's good. Do what you do. Save for a rainy day. I ain't, I ain't saying you shouldn't. But don't let that be the focus. Keep God first place, even in your saving. Amen. Let me read this. My last closing, I'm gone. Uh, one test to ask yourself, which one occupies more of your thoughts, time, and efforts? If you're getting 